You guys want to talk about um, Stand I, By Me? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, welcome, everybody, to Chew Bubblegum and Kick Ass. Kick Ass. Kick yeah. Ass. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Tucker and I have vegetables in our mouths. Um, uh, this, uh, I am one of hosts, Brett Batterstein. Hi, Brett. Hi. I'm another one of the hosts. My name is Dylan Hawes. I'm Tucker. Hey, Tuck. <laughs> hey, Tucker. Today, I am here for business. Today, we are talking well, business. Let's get down mm. to business, okay? Let's get down to brass tacks. We've brass been going tacks. through our series <laughs> uh, about... 48 minutes uh, that like we've our been here. favorite childhood, like, nostalgia movies, I guess, is what we're calling yeah, that's them. A good way to Fields do it. of yeah. Dreams. Fields of Dreams. Uh, last week, we talked about The Breakfast Club, which was really fun to talk about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, this week, we're talking about Tucker's pick, Stand By Me. Nice. Mm. I hope you you should play the the music over that one. Not necessarily now. I just mean when you're in the post. Like you did it for your movie. I want to be like, I was 12 going on 13 the first no. time I saw a dead human. Yes. Movie. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Uh, do, do, yeah, I'll put that in. I'll throw that in. Okay. Um, do, do, do. What? It's a score, fucker. I, I hear you think. <laughs> <laughs> this movie it came out in uh, 86. 86. It's based on Stephen King's The Body. Yeah. Uh, I've never read The Body. I had read The Body by the time I was introduced to Stephen King. My parents pushed it. Stephen King? Yeah, we were like, we're the buds. No, when I was like in seventh or eighth grade, they were encouraging me to go. And so I went on a whole Stephen King like kick. And that was the first book I read was the the Four Seasons book that included that's mm-hmm. funny because that's not typically that's I don't feel like that's yeah known to be like the no. most Stephen Kingy no it's not but right? three of the four stories yeah, have been made into movies huge yeah movies yeah. Too. yeah but stand by yeah the the body and I remember mm. that so when when this was coming out it was a, you know maybe five years what later what are the other ones in the it's uh, the uh, Rita apt, Hayworth apt, and apt, the Shawshank Redemption yeah and then oh, apt, okay. people. Apt, apt people apt people yeah. and then the fourth one is about a Can't guy remember. who's uh, like a construction worker who's having a rough time and I don't oh no there's also the shoot up there's the shoot up in the school that uh, that's in there as well oh. that's a uh, I don't remember I can't remember my, I, don't, uh, I don't think that's apt people I think that's the other one my aunt was reading the body when we were visiting um, oh. and it was bef- right before this was coming out and she kept like reading me funny parts yeah uh, <laughs> the Hershey squirts line and stuff like that yeah uh, <laughs> The Barfarama, all that, and I've and always so I was like <clears throat> primed for it. Yeah, and I've always wondered if it was a, a, I mean, because again, this was my introduction to Stephen King, so I part of me just kind of takes it for granted as a kid reading it that this he is it is autobiographical, right? Mm-hmm. Like because mm-hmm. as a, a little kid, as, you know, or even anybody reading that, it's hard to conceptualize that he's just making it up. Like it feels so. Complete. Yeah, the world I feels mean, so complete. Mm-hmm. The world feels real, right. not necessarily the events, right? It's like, but because the world feels so real, mm-hmm. and I'm not super savvy with the rest of his work at that point. I mean, I did go on to read Salem's Lot and Carrie, 
soon after. Yeah. But part of me was like, yeah, I can see him. This is his real story. Like, yeah. He, you know what's funny too is like the Stephen King of it all is also, I feel like, uh, not so much for like my age group, but your guys' age mm-hmm. group. I feel like Stephen, the Stephen Kingness of it all is, uh, it like adds to the nostalgia factor of it a little bit too. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> of the for movie. Me. Yeah. 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 And because Stephen King is like, like in the eighties, like Stephen King was like, yeah, the yeah. fucking man. He was the man, like Bergen King. Yes. Yeah, Stephen. Yeah, exactly. Uh, set the two set the tone. Yeah, for the decade. For, yeah, for me. And, yeah. and but like by the time I was like conscious, conscious, <laughs> yeah. like Stephen King was at that point, like <laughs> kind of played out. Kind of played out. Yeah, yeah kind of yeah. like yeah. Tom Clancy, like John Grisham. <laughs> like you'd put yeah. him in that same ballpark, yeah. you know. But like now, no. after like going back, like I've read some Stephen King, and mm-hmm. some of it I love, and other mm-hmm. of it is just his is early stupid. stuff is <laughs> dynamite up through I don't know it maybe. I read the, I mean, I've read The Shining. Uh, the Shining's terrific. Yeah. The Shining's awesome. Um, the last one I feel like I was like super excited about was uh, Misery. Mm. And that one I was a different, a right? That felt like a Rob Reiner adaptation. That's right. Yeah, yeah that's for right. sure. Um, I, is the movie like pretty close to the short story? Like, yeah, of the body. Yeah, and Stand by Me. I think so. I, I, as far I, as I, I remember, it's really. I decided close. I was going to reread it, and then never I did. thought about like it too because yeah. I've always been curious. A lot of the dialogue straight from the book, obviously, uh, which is cool. obvious if you're, you know, I think <laughs> it's very Stephen King. Oh yeah, for sure, a hundred percent. I don't remember the stuff with the t- the older teens and all. Come that. on, there's definitely yeah. greasers in the body. I'm, I, <laughs> I don't remember it being remember, more but... being more just about the psychological drum trauma and drama of trekking out to get a, to see the body, and I want to believe there was more than one story that he tells in oh, the middle probably. of it, but. So and, but no, I think it's a read it. yeah. It's it's. I, I don't think there's as much. Week. That's what I was saying. Is I was gonna, and yeah. then I was like, eh, I'm, then I have to go find it. Then I have to actually read it. But but also at the end of the day, we are just the movie. We're here to talk about the movie mm-hmm. and the movie. You know. So I do remember when the movie came out. I did. I think I saw it in the theater because I, I was the a, I was into Stephen King. I was into Rob Reiner. Yeah. Right, like I knew who he was. He was Meathead from uh, uh, All in the Family. Mm-hmm. And he directed a couple of funny movies. So I this remember this is Spinal Tap. This is Spinal Tap, and, and then the Sure Thing. Is that yeah, the Sure Thing, which is a dumbass movie. Yeah. But <laughs> but that was what was curious about the this. movie's a dumbass. Have you seen that movie? No. It's dumb. <laughs> um, but so this coming out was this like drama from Rob Reiner, who's this you know he's he's I think he was still married to Penny Marshall at that point, or it had had been only recently no longer with her. So it was like, and he's Carl Reiner's kid. Like, yeah. he's a bottle cap of comedy royalty, basically. Yeah, mm-hmm. I and think so, at the point I saw this, the only thing I knew him from was The Jerk, and that he was Rob Reiner or Carl, Carl Reiner's, Reiner's son. kid. Is yeah. he, he's not in The Jerk though? Yeah, he's the guy that picks him up out in front of his house, says, "How far are you going?" Go, St. Louis, how far are you going? To the end of this fence? Oh, is that Rob Reiner? Yeah. I've never noticed. <laughs> That's hilarious. That's um, awesome. So anyway, I do remember it being a big deal that this like drama movie that apparently is good is coming out yeah. and it's a st- so mm. I still do, very comical. It's got comical I mean, I stuff. Remember what, I thought it was so funny. Yeah, and that's and what moving. I mean. Is like but, as a kid, I was like, this is really cool how this mm-hmm. guy who did Spinal Tap is doing this. He, you know. Mm-hmm. Anyway, yeah. So I just remember that as seeming significant even to a little kid and yeah we me. should talk about how that kind of sweet spot that he found there kind of yeah. keeps working for him 
with like yeah. Princess Bride has yep. you know it's uh, probably leans a, is more comical obviously but it's still got that kind of warmness and, and like that feeling and when Harry met Sally core. too right yeah great right I mean, he's doing great and then somehow it, like he gets the mixture off <laughs> yeah I don't I, I feel like he's one of those I don't know maybe I, I, what, where did he stop I North. forgot what oh that's where it went wrong was North, North. no no Remember no no that? no that, is that a movie yeah Oh no! <laughs> With young Elijah Wood and uh, oh my god! Okay, uh, I need look to look it up. up. Yeah, I'm gonna look it up. It was an epic disaster. Okay, it was a huge disaster. Right, but he okay. So okay, this movie takes place in Castle Rock, mm-hmm. Portland, Oregon. Oregon. But yeah. the book is presumably Maine. in Maine, right? Because yeah. everything Stephen King writes for the most part is Maine. Yeah. Um, is this because then this Castle Rock becomes Rob Reiner's production company, right? And mm-hmm. he, they yeah. produce Seinfeld. Right, like yeah. he's yeah, who's is all it, involved in that Castle uh, Rock. I think it's. I looked it up once and I forgot. It's Christopher Guest in there. Yeah, a couple people. So, like that. is this where that came from? Is it because I of the success of this movie? So. It's an that's a that's an interesting choice. Um, and it was shot in Brownsville, Oregon. I'm wearing right, my stand by me gear. I see it, bro. I see it. <laughs> I'm wearing my button. <laughs> nice. I did the I did the Python contest. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't mean to brag or anything, but uh, oh I was God. in a bike contest once. Were you really? Yeah, at the uh, standby me days. <laughs> and uh, my kids went to the sock hop. Oh, and nice. Henry was Henry was dancing at the sock hop. Francie was still in the stroller sleeping. Uh, at what point do you go and see the dead body? Well, because they do a lottery every year too, already, right? Where they yeah, they, 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 they shine out a body for who has to be killed somewhere, yeah, and then the, everybody else has to go on a scavenger hunt. Yeah, to find the back Harlow Road. Actually, he's been making movies all along, just nothing, nothing good since *The right? Good Men*. Really, people like people. My dad, Sage, I don't know. My dad likes. Uh, the American president. I don't really remember that. Uh, one. I thought actually, you were going to say I the remember, bucket list. I, I've seen that. <laughs> that was <laughs> my dad's age. Love the bucket they list. I think that's fine. Is that the one with they love uh, as Kevin as Klein gets and the bucket no, list? No, that's Dave. <laughs> oh. American president, isn't it? Uh, yeah, it's it's Mike, Michael Douglas. Michael Douglas. Yeah, I don't think I ever watched it. I remember it being fine. It might be written by Aaron Sorkin. Am I wrong? Anyway, uh, God, I love Throw Mama from the Train, dude. That movie. Did what? he make that, or no? Is no, he just a producer on it? Castle Rock. Oh, he's in it. That's oh, why. he's in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, anyway, anyway. anyway. What are we talking anyway, about? <laughs> Rob Reiner, Stand Rob by Reiner. Me. Okay, so okay. what are we doing here? What yeah. are we doing? What are we doing? Um, Let's talk about this movie, well, guys. I, so, oh, I, that score, by the way, the score that I was singing beautifully at the beginning, uh, <laughs> Jack Nietzsche, I think, who did uh, mm. the Starman score. Oh, you remember oh, that? Yeah, 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 yeah. Soaring theme from Starman. Back when we were like a John that. Carpenter podcast. <laughs> back when, way back when. <laughs> just waiting for John Carpenter to come back so we can go back to being a John Carpenter podcast. Exactly. We're just biding our time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I, I had only, uh, I've only seen this movie a couple of times. Okay. So, oh. and because I obviously am 33, so I, I didn't watch this movie until I was like in my- So obvious you're 33? Uh, in my 20s. Obvious. Like in my early 20s, I went back and watched it. Yeah. So it wasn't like something I grew up with. So- I guess I, I'm kind of like the uh, like the control group mm-hmm. of of the podcast for <laughs> okay, today. Okay, I can because, see that because yeah. I, like I I do have like warm feeling towards warm feelings towards the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but I but I but not, it's not, not super nostalgic for you. Nostalgic, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So like the nostalgic is kind of like the nostalgia <clears throat> is kind of like what we had been talking about of like the like mm-hmm. the 
the nostalgia of just like being able to like put myself in a like mindset of being able to feel nostalgic. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> so you watched it like this. Okay, what if I was like one of those old guys and watching this? What if I was like <laughs> yeah. ten years older yeah. than yeah. I am? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what if I was God, an old, what if old I was an sack old of shit, like, Tucker? <laughs> yeah. What if I was exactly ten years older? <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly. Like a old piece of shit of like shit. that. But it's funny what too. If I was so dumb, I actually <laughs> liked this movie. <laughs> what if I was? If I had the audacity to grow up in the 1980s? Well, it's funny though because when I look at like The Breakfast Club, uh, and yeah, we, we talked that. about it last week, and me not really being alive in mm. the 80s, but mm-hmm. still being able to like feel a part of the 80s. Yeah, this movie is like one step more removed because it's like you're also having to feel nostalgia for like pre-80s yeah. you yeah. know what I mean that this was is, so permeated the 80s though just 50s thinking nostalgia sure. was such a part of it I was thinking that as this watching this movie yeah. like I was like man like Nick at Night because all, all the people making the movies were 50s kids so <laughs> right. they were just exactly yeah. but for my for like my generation like right. millennials like yeah. the, it, what was yours the 60s it's the 80s like the yeah, 80s really just immediately it's like well because like <laughs> Yeah. The stuff well, that's yeah. the stuff that's been being made over like the last like like five or ten years yeah. or stuff something like that I, and the nineties too a little bit now but like a lot of it is just like so it like it's people who grew up in the eighties making movies right. now you yeah. know what I mean yeah. and so like they're they're nostalgic for the eighties yeah right so yeah. it's it's kind of that same thing it's so people our age right now yeah but that's why I can like appreciate like the breakfast club because it is like of the 80s mm-hmm. uh mm-hmm. well i feel like the 80s and this I, is so of the 50s you know what i mean yeah yeah and that's i was gonna say the boomer the boomer generation because right. that's who these guys are right yeah uh baby boomers kind of like infused nostalgia into the zeitgeist in mm-hmm. such a heavy-handed way that like yeah. that's all I mean, Back to the Future, the biggest movie of the of the, yeah. the decade, is squarely centered in the middle of the fifties, yeah. right? And well, that's what I mean. Reagan swept in on a wave of "Let's go back to the fifties." Right. Well, and, right. and just you know, the even whole culture was like, watching, "Let's go be regressive." I, there's <laughs> no reason why I've at that point I'd seen almost every I Love Lucy. I'd seen yeah. all of mm-hmm. the Twilight Zones. I yeah. was, I'd leave even watched like, I leave it to every Beaver, day. Yeah, Nick at Night, like the yeah. Nick at Night whole phenomenon. I've yeah. seen My Three Sons, fucking night. Mr. Ed. But, you know, like <laughs> way before Nick at Night was a thing, we were watching them every day. But, the, but even Nick at Night was mm-hmm. throwing all of those yeah, reruns it was in, it started, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. It, it just feels, so this movie is just tapping right into that for right. us living right. in it and, I can appreciate being on the outside of that going, it's an odd thing because I have a hard time removing myself from that feeling of nostalgia Mm -hmm. for a period that was my parents' childhood. Right, for sure. Yeah. And and like I said on the nominations episode, I'm sure, but like this, uh, uh, the 80s and the 50s were not as far removed as like the 80s and now. Right. So it's like, it didn't, and living in an, in Oregon, in <laughs> okay. a small town in Oregon, yeah. it looked like that. Yeah. It still had those That's attitudes. Why they filmed it there, right? It was the same, you know? It was yeah. like, it didn't, it wasn't much different than this. And to like what you the were- The music had changed. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know. But it was still, that music was still, you could find that shit on the and radio. Yeah, it was, that soundtrack was huge. Yeah, I remember. I it. Yeah. Oh yeah, and I was cassette. way into like 
cheesy 50s pop right when, yeah, when totally. Buddy Holly came on I was like oh fuck I forgot how much I used Me to my, love Buddy Holly as a yeah, kid yeah I love Buddy Holly yeah. Yeah. things do. definitely things move way faster now like yeah. the way people mm-hmm. like move through like media and stuff like that well, that's what I was it's like so much more like disposable that's and, what I was thinking yeah. is like when you were just complaining about your kid not being into the the movies and stuff a, yeah. minute, a few minutes ago Tucker like I've been thinking about that with my own kids of like they don't like so much of my childhood is tied to the connection to nostalgia right like Mm -hmm. Trivial Pursuit was a huge thing too which today that makes no sense Trivial Pursuit makes no sense everything's available on your phone right who cares I play Trivial Pursuit with my kids we got family edition Francie's Uh really good at it nice oh that's awesome they do okay well that's you should get it as kids cards and adult cards that's, oh, that's, that's kind of cool. So you get to play. But I yeah. wondered if, because part of what was the draw of that was remembering the lived experiences, yeah. and we don't share mm-hmm. lived experiences the way we it's did before modern media. Mm-hmm. Right, for so sure. Kids, I just miss being bored. I don't, I'm not sure if I miss it. I think it's something I'm not that nostalgic about being bored. I feel like my head's on fire all the time. I do feel that, and it is <laughs> it is tough to be quiet, but like, yeah. but like when my grandma passed away earlier this summer, and like my uncle made a comment to her when she was reflecting on some story, and he's like, man, that sounds like it was great. And she's like, no, I was bored out of my gourd most yeah. of the time. Yeah, like, yeah. No, it was like, awful, no, it was awful. But I also, yeah. like, I mourn I got you. ideas the, I don't get. Well, and the, <laughs> yeah. well, and the, the rhythm, like the slowing the path, slowing us down right like right. We're, we're too frenetic today i'm not i'm not, I'm not standing for the, the energy that we live in today but the kids yeah. the kids today the kids <laughs> yeah. yeah, we have to be real careful about not sounding like well, but grumpy I kids, old so i can yeah. say it but, but the, i'm not it grumpy does, it's just it's so does, different it feels yeah. like they don't have I, I surely they'll you know when they get older they'll be like yeah you know we have these things you just didn't know about them because yeah who cares you but, didn't understand how we were connecting yeah yeah but I am curious about what is going to feel nostalgic for them because I've, things shift so quickly. Like part of why this is nostalgic is we sat in the fifties for five or six years in the eighties. Yeah. Right. And so I, we all just kind of got infused with it and right. like it or not. Yeah. Back to the future is the greatest film of all time. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> <right>? <laughs> uh, it, it's funny too. Cause like I, 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 had a time like a period of my life and my adolescence like before the internet mm-hmm. so i have a little bit of both right you know what i mean which is kind of cool but there there is definitely a part of me that like does like to look back at that and be like it was the like the slowness of it yeah. at least, like the perceived slowness of it no it was it, it was, was like i remember not mm-hmm. being able to like being curious about something and being like fuck i gotta go all the way down to the library yeah. and i don't even know where to start looking and yeah. felt endless <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah yeah. Especially when you're broke. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're just a kid yeah. riding around on a bike. You're yeah. Like, you gotta make shit to do. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's a different, it's nine different way million, of living. Nine yeah. million degrees in Boise, Idaho. <laughs> yeah. Right. Summer. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> God. What a nightmare. And I, I, I'm not one of those who, who says that, well, I'm never gonna say that like life was like better back then or anything no. like that. No. Like I'll never do that. But like, mm. There is <laughs> things are getting worse. <laughs> That's for sure. Like any time before, like the last couple of years, yeah. is pretty much better. Yeah, but I but, understand uh, what you're saying. Like, it, you're, I'm you're, not you're, saying it doesn't have the potential to get better than that. But most, like, <laughs> but most, like standards of living are like on an upward trend. Agreed. Yeah. Like, I mean, you know, there is a lot of bad, but like, know, yeah. yeah, most like murder rates are lower. Like, there 
there's yeah, plenty of data there's, to I mean, suggest that like there's still tons mm-hmm. of homeless people and tons of <clears throat> yeah. people living on the streets yeah. and going hungry. But as a whole, yeah, there's more food, there's more shelter, there's more. But I also, th- but I also I mean, think like even like the trend of like a lot of factors. <laughs> no, there is, but I think most most like most things are on like an upward trend. Like even like what are you, Steven Pinker? I understand. What you're saying. <laughs> even like home like homelessness yeah. is yeah, like yeah, on yeah. an upward trend. So I'm never going to say that like things were like no. better back then, yeah. but there are aspects of it that were better. I yeah, would the, say the, that the, yeah, I, I don't know the, the downtime. I mean, that's what you're getting at. Like, yeah, the, the and, being, and don't get me wrong, I wasn't happier then. No, I was sure. miserable. Right, but uh, <laughs> there is. I mean, growing up in that, I think you. It's it's how your <laughs> your, your rhythm clock is. Your rhythm. Yeah, and yeah. So when it's your self gone su- and your self sufficiency. Yeah. yeah. I think when, about when that. that shit's been like completely wiped and replaced with something else. There's a there's like a. Yeah, and people I think mistake that for that was better, but it's not necessarily that. It's just that it is. Yeah. I don't know exactly no, how I, to I, function in this. I think, you know what I, I mean? think about <laughs> sure. that, and so it you, makes you think like that was better because I could do it. Thinking about like when you had to take a ocean liner to get from Europe to the United States or yeah. back and forth, like you know the the people coming in at the turn of the twentieth century, right? Like. Mm-hmm. Sitting on a boat, like for I a mean, month or however, however like long. weeks yeah. or whatever it is, and like just sitting on the top of a boat, <laughs> and yeah. then you get in, and then you sit in the dock yeah. for, you know, like the beginning right. of uh, uh, Godfather Two, right when he shows up, and then he's quarantined for three months, and he's just sitting in a little room. Like yeah. the rhythm of life was so much more drawn out. Mm-hmm. That's that's curious mm-hmm. to think about, like generation, yeah. like all of humanity up until. 1995 yeah. basically was that slow rhythm. Yeah. Or I mean, until even pre-industrial, feel, especially pre-industrial yeah. uh, age. And I feel like things have progressed so quickly so just quickly, in the last yeah. two we don't, decades. We can't, that we can't, we're, we're, yeah. it's, that's why it feels frenetic and chaotic because we, like if we you don't have a time active, to like connect to memory it. of the nineties, you're, I feel like your brain's wired different. It has yeah. to be, right? It, 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 it is. I think it genuinely is. Yeah. Not like in some kind of derogatory way like no. your brains are literally wired better because because you didn't different. experience you didn't experience yeah. driving to grandma's house or whatever nine hours sitting in the yeah. back of the car With just no like seat belt laying <laughs> on the floor <laughs> no radio well or <laughs> an best, like, yeah. player that doesn't work yeah, yeah. or just radio or yeah. like your parents four tapes that they want to listen to so you're gonna have to listen to them like that yeah. like and that just staring out the window like mm-hmm. yeah it Life was different. It's different. Especially back in the 50s when Stand By Me takes place. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bring it back. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so. I want to talk about, really quick, I want to talk about the our, our four lead actors. Yeah. Okay. I wrote them down we here. We got River Phoenix as Chris Chambers. Yep. We yep. got Will <laughs> Wheaton as Gordy. Uh-huh. Yep. We Alive. got yeah. uh, <laughs> Jerry O'Connell Alive. as Vern. Oh, what? And um, Corey Feldman as. Alive. Uh, Teddy. Teddy. I, I opened for him. <clears throat> Did you? Oh, yeah. yeah. Nice work. When he had the angels yeah. or? No. This okay. was pre. This was like. When he was still doing early, porn? Early, early still 2000. Doing, when he was do, were you on a porn set? I opened for him. <laughs> I was on a porn set. Is that a way to call no, it? I, I opened for fluffing the, him? I opened for him at the Big Easy. <laughs> for real? Yeah. Wait a minute. When was that? My band. Uh, like early 2000s. Okay. That's awesome. Yeah. I'm so happy for it you. Was great. <laughs> <laughs> Kid actors are tough. Right, mm-hmm. I think Teddy kind of Corey Feldman pulls me out of it at times. Almost every time he talks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, obvi- River Phoenix is 
incredible. Like, yeah, Will Wheaton in River Phoenix, I think. Will Wheaton, kind of. There are times where he, he, he's uh, not great. I think, I think he does okay. I think I, the two of the the two main kids. I mean, they're the main kids, Will Wheaton and and River Phoenix. Yeah, <laughs> their moments together. I Will's think, the lead, basically, yeah. right? The, the the moments with River Phoenix are like by far my favorite parts of the movie. Yeah, yeah, like. But, the, those are some pretty powerful scenes. Like a lot of, the, I feel like a lot of the Stephen Kingy comedy stuff doesn't really hold up. It does. I, it mm. feels forced to me. Like watching the kids like horsing around and like the jabbing, jabbing each other and, and giving each other a hard time, and then like the narrator comes in and says, "You know, coming up with mm-hmm. ways to insult each other." Like, right. yeah, everybody does that. Right? Like, <laughs> yeah. Even at the time, like, yeah, that's not new. Everybody fucking hassles their friends. That's part of why I have friends. Yeah. Yeah. And they're, it feels like a grown up going, okay, you guys, now make sure you say butthead I'm, and throw yeah. in like. I think we're, like, it was super naive time. People were naive. I, Adults were naive. I believe that. But the way that they are portraying it, the kids themselves feel acting. They don't feel like no, that's true. Organic you know doing what, it because I, I know yeah, I know the, the, what yeah. they're saying. I get it. No, yeah. I don't have a problem with what they're saying. My aunt, my other aunt, was like, uh, <laughs> do, "Do kids really talk like that?" Yeah, you know, just shocked. Yeah, and I'm like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, they do. No, and that's true. That's true. I mean, it was still 1986. They are yeah. introducing. You know, I mean, Elliot still said penis breath or whatever, and that was like. Oh! Yeah. 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 So yeah, I'm. You're right. I'm. It is hard to. <laughs> Penis to, breath. That's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It is hard to, to feel back like the just how much more yeah laid back everything's become when it comes yeah. to language. Yeah. But it's more the way they're like the forced laughter, right? Like Corey Feldman's like ha ha. Like you I, know what it is. I, well, I think is uh, it's not a good issue. actor. Well, you know, you know what I think it is mostly though is that like River Phoenix has the chops at this age to have his character have like an inner life. Uh-huh. Yeah, and true. Teddy and Vern and Gordy, like, does because you see it mm-hmm. like in the scenes with his like family, but like his and acting doesn't necessarily get that I, across I at all know. at I, all I'm times. I'm okay with it because he's just quiet, right? Like, so he he gets to just lean into being quiet. Yeah. So it's not so. To me, it's it's almost offensive how not great Corey Feldman is. To be frank, because he's done like twelve movies by this point, right? Like he's a movie star. Yeah, he's as good as he ever was in this movie. Right. This I just but, but the role but the role calls for a lot more. It does, and yeah. and hiring Corey Feldman at that point, you'd think that you'd be getting it. I would assume, right? Like because mm-hmm. I don't know if twelve is accurate, but he's definitely. Ben in movies, yeah, he's right? He's a, he's a recognized yeah. face. I remember, I remember recognizing him mm-hmm. in the theater and not being a hundred percent sure why. He was in Friday Thirteenth Four. I hadn't seen Friday Thirteenth Four, but yeah, Goonies. I think he was Goonies. also on TV at some point, right? He, he, he was definitely in Family Ties episode. Yeah. Uh, I, so maybe other I'm stuff. maybe he's I'm retrofitting more of a history Gremlins. for him. Yeah, and he's not yeah. great in any of those things. So he's, he's a kid got actor. that thing I was talking about with like Ben Affleck. Uh, What's what, what, well, he's an, maybe he's I wasn't an, talking to you because he's an it. addict. Because I, I mean, they no. both have struggles, right? I have never felt. I've never believed Ben Affleck on screen. Mm. I don't dislike him. I don't think he's terrible, but I always felt he's acting. Have you like, seen the town, never, bro? Yes, I have, bro. <laughs> bro, have you seen Argo? Yeah. 
I don't believe him. I know. I'm just I kidding. Like, I, I like I, the movie. Those fine. are good. He's and he's pretty good in those two. But yeah, yeah I and agree. He, you he, know, he, he can be fine and stuff. But I right. just there's never a point Actually, where I'm like, man, what a great fucking actor. The way you back. Know? Did you watch the way back? Yeah, I, I thought he was. I thought it's fine. That was believable to me because he's an addict. I just watched the last duel. The Ridley mm, Scott movie. Seen it yet. I really liked it. You should watch it. I want to. I want to see it. It's not in the theater. So much better than Gladiator. It's streaming. You just get it. <laughs> um, not to bring it up. Okay. But I, I, oh, oh, but, uh, but yeah, okay. Anyway, Corey Feldman. Yes. I do feel I don't bad. shit on Corey Feldman because he is who he is and that's people like him and they liked him like this. Mm-hmm. And I have a hard time with any of this because to me, I like this movie fucking memorized. Yeah. And I can see the shortcomings that you're talking about. But, but it, to me, I'm like, it I'm doesn't perfect. pull me out. It doesn't about, pull know? me out. Yeah. I, won't, I won't go that far. I mean, it doesn't like make me like, oh, you know what, what? How much longer? Like right. it, it, it is. It also it's a brisk movie. It it's, is. it's a it short is, movie. Well, because there's not a lot to it, right? That's yeah, what I mean. Like the short forward. story is also short. Like it yeah. is mm-hmm. just them walking and seeing a body and then it's talking. It's a novella. About it. <laughs> it's a novella. Okay, okay. We understand Jeez. that you've got a dictionary. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but <laughs> I also think dictionary? part of it is again back to the comment on like Nick at Night and the '50s, the TV shows mm-hmm. from the '50s, like people expected that kind of acting still mm-hmm, right. right that was acting right yeah. like kids act like this so i'm curious maybe part of what pulls me out is it doesn't feel natural but it may have been an intentional like this is all we can get this is the best we can get so let's just go with it rather than like it's probably the best you could get I, but I, but okay so he did okay rob reiner directed uh uh, uh this is spinal tap yeah He's capable of throwing a thing out and just letting them roll, right? Like, I'm curious why he didn't just let that happen with the kids. Like, let them play, oh. let them do their thing, and then find disaster. it. Maybe that's what happened. Maybe yeah. maybe well, he tried it. I and mean, it just Final couldn't. Tap is like seasoned actors. Okay, so, you know but what I mean. Four kids, they're roughly the same age. Let them go hang out for two weeks and they just did. become buddies, right? So. Yeah. Don't I think throw it's, them, don't I think throw it's still hard with kids. Of though. course it yeah. is, but don't. I don't know. Maybe I mean, I, 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 never, I don't remember seeing a lot of kids this good at the up to that point. Mm, true. Also, this Explorers. is regarding the <laughs> yeah River Excuse Phoenix me? again. Yeah, <laughs> just anywhere I saw River Phoenix was yeah. the only place. Yeah. Uh, uh, regards to the fifties and especially in nineteen eighty six, having kids use this this language and these sorts of yeah. things in nineteen eighty six, you're still talking about kind of subverting the expectations yes. of Leave It to Beaver at this yes, point. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, yes. That's, that's what the fifties was. Fifties was so you're right. nice. Yeah, mm-hmm. and like, like that's yeah, all you smoking ever got. cigarettes There's and they're fucking these scumbags that yeah. are trying to Oh the fucking Stephen King bullies. Man, I love them. Those Stephen King bullies. <laughs> especially the town is like twelve hundred people and they've got uh, yeah. mm-hmm. Murderous sixteen-year-olds <laughs> yeah. walking Dude, the streets. Like, that felt <laughs> real to me. Yeah, no, I, I can Back see then, that. Yeah. yeah, I was like, yeah, I know these assholes. <laughs> I mean, that, that <laughs> world, greasers, like, Gordy's, but same thing. Gordy's life, Gordo or Gordy, yeah, Gordy. Gordy, Gordy, man, like all of that is so rough. Yeah, like his parents just, oh mm-hmm. my god. John Cusack's really good in this movie. He yeah. really is. Yeah, he's yeah. really good. And yeah. like, he's not in it a ton, but he he's when he's got in a couple it, scenes. he's yeah. he's super good. Like, mm-hmm. it, he gets across like the uh, the older brother that you would kind of like hope to have. Yeah, but, but also like, yeah, I don't know. He's just he's really good. Yeah, his mom is uh, Mrs. Peltzer from the Gremlins. 
and his dad's in tons of shit. Yeah, they yeah, that dude's everywhere. But I, I do like that it is just the kids' world, right? Like everything yeah. mm-hmm. is seen through their eyes, mm-hmm. and I mean, yeah. it, it, I know I keep whining about the way the the kid actors are, but you're right. I mean, they're four kid actors, right? Like, what's his name? Jerry uh, O'Connell. Jerry O'Connell's like 12. I th- I actually, yeah. And I actually think Vern's pretty good. He does like, good. Yeah. yeah. Like, he's does, he doesn't have, like, the character doesn't have, like, a ton to do, like, well, as far as, like, yeah. in comparison to, like, the other three and, like, the trauma that they have and stuff like that. Yeah. But, like, I, I think he's good. I think he's good. I think he's, like, believable and, and yeah, convincing. And and that's the kid. Like, I was a chubby kid. And it's so frustrating to look at that as a, that's a fat kid from the 80s. Right, yeah. <laughs> like, fuck, dude. <laughs> yeah. He's not, he's just a little husky. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. God, I felt <laughs> so unbearably fat. At the, I mean, everything was so yeah. skinny at the time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's what I relate to the whole time watching him. Like, because even as he grew up and was in Jerry Maguire and like on that, that quantum, was it, no, what was the other show he was on? Sliders. Sliders. Oh. Sliders. I like that, that show. Burgers? No, no. <laughs> it, was, it was about. It was about quantum physics. Uh, but <laughs> excuse me. But all of that being like, oh yeah, and the fat kid from Stand By Me is now Jerry. You know, yeah. I'm like looking at him, like he's just a little chubby. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. And I'm talking to myself. Right. I'm talking to myself. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, <laughs> Those of us who endured the Leave truffle, me alone. endured just, the truffle shuffle, right. ah, have a special place shuffle. in the world. I yeah. just yeah. like, yeah. When, but like, I think the Corey. I, I don't want to shit on Corey Feldman because I know, like, isn't like, that the name of this episode? Yeah, fuck <laughs> Corey Feldman. <laughs> but um, I think it is. I think his like acting is just so apparent because of like River Phoenix, and because yeah. the Teddy role, like. It has like some of the like deepest trauma mm-hmm. out of all four of them, and Corey Feldman just doesn't have like the acting chops to like <laughs> portray that in a like convincing way. Yeah, it's just apparent because like River Phoenix can do that. Yeah, you know, like yeah, he's uh, he's good. River Phoenix is good, but mm-hmm. he's also older, right? Like he's, yeah. I think Corey Feldman. Like I I think I got these right. Chris, River Phoenix is sixteen, and. Will is 14 and Corey Feldman's 15 at the time of the film, which I don't know. 16 and 15 is not that much. I th- when I looked at my notes real fast, I thought it was closer to like four years separate. But uh, that, They're older than I thought they were. They look young in the movie to me. Well, they're supposed to be 12. Yeah, they look I think, 12. I think Vern is the only one who's actually 12. Also, one's, one's been brought up as an artist and the other's been brought up as a commodity. Yeah, and that's a it's good a point. Big difference yeah. in how their childhoods have gone. Yeah. yeah, I and all all that like I can I definitely understand all that. Yeah. I'm just yeah. all, I, he's yeah. a better actor, right? I mean, yeah. it's just what it yeah. is. But he's I mean, not it's so much. Bu- it's kind of a bummer in the movie because yeah, like, and because he's still a kid, he's not so much of a better actor that it just makes everyone around him better. He's just noticeably better. Right? Yeah, that's right. I mean, whatever. I'm not going to criticize kid actors, dude. I, I, right. I would have yeah, been. they all do a really good job. It would be, it would, it would be <laughs> almost impossible. That it would That's just, hard. Exactly. Yeah. It would be almost impossible for a kid that age to be able to like yeah. go in there and like. If you could put River Phoenix in all four roles, <laughs> you'd get a better result. But otherwise, I think they did as right. good as could be. I, I, yes. Yeah. I, that, 
Yes, for sure. And you're right. Um, like kid actors, it's tough. Like yeah. how do you how do you find a good dramatic kid actor? Yeah. Right. Like yeah. Every now and then one comes along. Yeah, that kid from Jerry Maguire, man. I mean, yeah. Yeah, they yeah, dad, the little vampire or whatever he did. And then, <laughs> yeah, what happened to him? Lip Nicky. Oh, I actually seen pictures of him. He looks pretty. He's pretty smoking. I, he, uh, yeah, the, he turned the, into a cut, cut. The I think one of the cut biggest nippy. bummers is probably uh, th- honestly like one of the reasons why I can't love Star Wars as much. Oh yeah, as I used to is because of how Jake Lloyd was yeah. treated by. Uh, Star Wars fans oh, yeah. after the Phantom Menace and like how everybody like people were sending him like death threats and stuff like that as a <laughs> as a kid guy man and I like mean, the I, way I his life among my friends was like oh kid sucks but I mean oh for I would, sure I wouldn't bother he's somebody kid. he's like six yeah, or something right yeah yeah I mean he's not good in that movie but that's fucking George yeah. Lucas's fault not it, his no, fault that's the thing like I'm like George Lucas does not know children. He doesn't know how Steven to cast. Steven Spielberg knows children. Yeah. George Lucas has no idea. And be like, ah! And yeah. the fact, on that note, like, the fact that now those people that, like, love, like, were, like, shitting on Jake Lloyd are now retroactively <laughs> saying they like the prequels more than they like the, oh my God. like the new Disney Star Wars. And it's like, you fucks. Yeah. Uh, like the the dude who played yeah. Jar Jar Binks, Ahmed Best, and Jake Lloyd, and like the people, Hayden Christensen even, like yeah. to an extent, like the people who are in those <laughs> movies got like, shunned out of Hollywood because yeah. all you motherfuckers yeah. like like yeah. shit on them so hard and now you're going back and saying well, well I actually like the prequels more than the J.J. Abrams movies it's I, like uh, go that's ridiculous yeah. yourself I wanted to like those shit. movies so much when they came out that I did the, I was like, the prequels I, yeah and I, oh, def- no. I defended them I, I was not. like I, ah, whatever I and was, I knew I was like well, I like them they're fine I saw and uh no I, I've always liked the prequels <laughs> I like, too. I like I like things about them. Yeah, me too. But uh, especially once there were more, and then I went back and saw them again. I was like, these are becoming more and more like watchable, irrelevant to me. Yeah, <laughs> like I, I don't I mean, I, really I, need I, to I, see these. I saw them. I, I saw the. I mean, I saw episode one day of twice. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I was really bummed by that second one. <laughs> <laughs> Second viewing, yeah, because I yeah. had I had seen it on my own. Then I was going to go see it with a buddy yeah. and, or my brother in law. Yeah, here we go. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I enjoyed it. I was I was fine. Yeah, but I guess my uh, I was you young know. enough. Like I was mm. I was you know uh, eleven years old at that point. And oh, so yeah, the Phantom Menace, the I was like, age. I was like, okay, I love this movie. Yeah, and then as they went along, I was like, yeah, these are. Because the the third one, episode three, came out when I was like a sophomore in high school, ah, yeah. and so I was like, "Yeah, this is this is pretty cool. Like, this is this it's is okay. pretty sweet, but yeah. they're not the best movies I've ever seen." Yeah. No. <laughs> I was still like on the third one. Like, it came out. I didn't go see it in the theater. I was working. I'd given up. Um, I was working on the Martha Stewart Apprentice in New York when it came out, Ooh. and I was there with my friend, and he was like, "I'm going to the Mets game," and I was like, eh, "Whatever." And like, what are you gonna do? I was like, "I may go to the movies." Like, go, don't go see Star Wars. What? He's like, this is probably the last time we'll ever get to see a Star Wars movie, because we thought it was the last one. Oh, yeah. Sure. And I was like, oh, okay. And so then I went to Star Wars. Because they were Wars. so bad. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what else am I going to do? I'm going to go see Star Wars. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, it's the best of the three. But yeah, it, for sure. You know, it is. Whatever that means. Sure. The nostalgia of the movie does work on me quite a bit. It, mm. Like, if that's kind of like the barometer of somebody who is like a bit far more removed from it than you guys are, mm-hmm. like the nostalgia of like the fifties does work on me okay. in this movie. Okay, uh, it definitely does make me like 
pine for a, a simpler time. You know what I mean? <laughs> but for yeah. the 50s or for the 80s? For the 50s, oh, okay. for sure. Like, there's, there's a coziness to it, like the 50s, that um, even though, like... <laughs> Their the, lives suck. Their lives suck. Yeah. yeah. Like their friendship, the warmth of the friendship yeah. really does feel like. Yeah. Uh, and that's. Yeah. Speaks to that like yeah. comfort, the comfort of like having close friends when you're a kid that you when can you're a kid. like. Yeah. That and you that's, can. They're, like, like they're the only ones that you can like really yeah. be yourself around. Yeah. Like that type of idea. And, and like I always had like one good friend. Yeah. Usually. And that was it. I never yeah. really had a group of friends like. Here and there, I'd have two or three, but yeah. mostly it was me and one other person. So yeah. like, movies like this kind of meant a lot to me at the time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, these are kind of my friends. Yeah. You know? I relate to these guys and the way that. they're For sure. talking about their lives. And it's like those yeah. conversations that I did have with my one really good friend. Um, but, yeah, you know. No, that I, I feel you on you that. You long for that sort of yeah. connection. Right. <laughs> Just like somebody that like understands you. And that's why like the scenes between Chris and Gordy yeah. do like ring so true. Yeah. Yeah. Because like they it's clear that they do have like like yeah. a deep deep connection and, and like a deep mm-hmm. understanding of and each other. And they're thoughtful other. people, right? Yeah. Like that's the other thing is they're surrounded, even their two other buddies who are just kind of goofballs. Goofballs. But the adults in their lives, the older teens, like everyone around them just doesn't seem thoughtful in any way. They're all just mm-hmm. kind of mean. Uh, other uh, than Gordy's older brother. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then Who's like the, dead. the sequence yeah. with the dad, like it should, dead, should have been you, Gordy, like in yeah. the, the nightmare, like. Yeah. Uh, it, yeah. It's yeah. tough. It's tough. It, it's tough stuff. It is really tough. And you do like f- really feel for the characters but yeah. their their friendship which is like the the crux of the movie mm-hmm. like because their lives are all so like awful yeah. <laughs> yeah their their love for like their clear love for each yeah. other is yeah like and so much enhanced by yeah the depiction of everybody else in their yeah. lives yeah. plus plus the fact that they're those two are the you know the higher higher functioning of the two <laughs> are the ones that are going to get out. You know, well, they're yeah. going to get mm-hmm. the fuck yeah. away from Castle Rock. That really resonated with me. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, because you know, I, I wanted to be that person to get out, to get out, yeah. to go away. Yeah, for sure. I fucking hated where I lived. I where did you live? Baker, Baker City. Okay, Baker. Then it yeah. was just Baker, Oregon. Then and they put the city back on it at some point okay. after I left. I guess <laughs> I. Never got out. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess I hung around boy, but it wasn't but as my, small as... I, yeah. Yeah, I was like, when I, I left here when I was two, when my parents divorced, my dad stayed here, and we ended up in right. Baker, right. where my mom grew up. And then, uh, so I spent, like, right. stretches here every now and then, but... Well, it's funny, because <laughs> I, I hated Boise when I was yeah. a kid, but then... Yeah. I moved away, and then I, when I moved back, I loved Boise, yeah. and yeah. now I hate it again. Once, well, once you have kids, it, <laughs> yeah. it is, uh, like... I had the same thing, right? Like I enjoyed not being here and then bringing up a kid felt a lot better here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, felt easier. Felt easier, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Sometimes anyway. you got to take the easy way out. <laughs> Let's say about the fun aspects of the movie, though. It's not all a downer. No, it's not. There's no. a lot of funny stuff. There's, uh, yeah. The, uh, well, I, I like, okay, so they And they funny decide... mixed with kind he, of fucked up. So Ver, <laughs> Vern hears about the body from overhearing his older brother, who's one of the hoods. Yeah. Mm-hmm having stolen a car and come across the body for some reason, right? Really so Charlie Hogan. Popping, so they, yeah. they're going to go walk the 30 miles, 20 miles? What did they say? I think it's 30 miles. Yeah. Uh, 
Well, no, I wrote 20 miles, so I don't know why I would have written 20 if it was 30. But my my comment was, like, go to walk 20 miles on foot, and none of them thought to bring any food. Yeah, Yeah. that is a very kid thing to do, (laughs) though. It is a very kid thing to do. I remember one time I I may have told this story on the podcast before, but one time I ran away from home. uh, (laughs) (laughs) It was like uh, I I think I was in, like, seventh or eighth grade or something, and I was, like, at peak, like, rebellious stage where like my parents were just like god damn it what are we gonna do with this fucking kid right and i had like snuck out of my house and i got caught sneaking out of my house and uh was just so like (laughs) flippant about it that it like my dad was like a pretty reasonable guy but like the way i was acting was just so fucking annoying to him and now as an adult i can see why (laughs) because uh he, basically, he came at he came at it, and he was like, uh, uh, like sat me down and was like, "Dude, don't sneak out of the house." And I was like, "Why?" Like that type yeah. of attitude. Right. And like the more I was like that, the more he was just like, "Oh my god, fuck off!" <laughs> <laughs> and so it came down to like the if you're gonna live in my house, you have right. to follow my rules type of thing. And right. I was like, "Well, maybe I don't want to live in your house anymore." Oh and he was like, god. And "His reaction is so funny," where he was like. Okay. And he went down in my room and just packed clothes for me in a bag and gave me the bag and was like, go, <laughs> get out. Oh uh, my God. And I got my skateboard and I skateboarded to Rhodes Skate Park, which is like 12 miles away. It's like 12 miles away from my house. Yeah. Uh, and I skateboarded for a little bit. And then as night approached, I was like, fuck <laughs> i don't have any food yeah. i don't have any money i don't have anything like i'm fucked i'm such an idiot and i had to like s- kind of like sneak back into my house oh my god <laughs> and my dad was like yeah yeah fuck you <laughs> <laughs> uh that's kind of sweet yeah it sneaking is sneaking back into your house but it is such a kid thing to like yeah, have yeah. this like big adventure set forth in front of like oh, yeah. imagine in front of you and then be like i have no practical skills at all yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well and they but these guys are pretty self-sufficient i mean yeah, that is oh, part yeah, for of, sure and, and they've they cobbled together their two dollars and whatever right <laughs> he goes and buys three cokes yeah. and uh Raw hamburger, raw hamburger. Meat. Yeah, yeah, hamburger and bread. And bread. Yeah. The bread makes sense. The, the bread hamburger makes sense. seems. Do they have a pan? To yeah, that cook was. It that's in? what I was thinking. No, they like, had them over the. St- they, they put them on. They sticks. put them on, on sticks, sticks. But that's weird huh. to me. Like, yeah. Why? Why just not just get hot dogs? The burger. Just get hot dogs. That's what a hot dog is for. Yeah. But I think it's like that's also pretty. <laughs> that's much more of like an adult way of thinking of like yeah, just get hot dogs. So like when, yeah. like when you're a kid, <laughs> right. it's not for me. Well, I was a dumb. A, I'm a dumb person, so yeah. I would be like, yeah, I want hot dogs, <laughs> or I want hamburgers. Let's do hamburgers. Well, how are we gonna cook them? I don't. There's a the one time I got. I didn't. I didn't run away. I got kicked out of my house. Uh, was because I was. I was doing the same kind of thing. My mom was going through something mentally at the time. She sure. was not very stable, and uh, I was never like a bad kid, <laughs> but I was like kind of fed up with things. Yeah. And I was like getting something to eat in the morning, and mom was on a tear, and she told me to take out the garbage, and I was like, okay, I will. And she was like, take it out now. Oh, yeah. And, uh, and then I, like, dug in. And yeah, was yeah, like, yeah. I'll do it when I'm ready. Uh, yeah. You know? And she was like, and so she kicked me out of the house. Wow. And so I left, and <laughs> I went to, I had a girlfriend at the time, and I went to her house. I was, like, 13. And I stayed with her, like, 
all day and into the night until it got too late and her mom was like get out and so i left and i went to the park and just laid on oh my the park God. bench and tried to sleep <laughs> yeah and i made it until like this is I, i'm not proud of this uh story <laughs> and i'm not uh i don't want to i don't know why i'm sharing this uh Anyway, I was hungry, and it was like the sun was coming up, and so I went back and she I made it to sun up. I sneaked back into the house and I stole food stamps from my mom, so oh, I could uh, go get something to eat. Perfect. That's fair. Yeah, and then my dad came from over here and picked me up and brought me back here, and that was one of my failed attempts to move over here as a kid. Okay. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, that's that, that's but wherewithal though. You made it through the night. I made it through. Yeah, that's impressive. Back. I yeah. barely made it to sunset. I was yeah. also, you know, <laughs> I, it never crossed my mind to run away. <laughs> Self-loathing is very powerful. <laughs> I, just, I guess I tried to run away one. T- I had the thought of running away one time when I was visiting with my mom in one of the shitty apartment complexes, and just was like, <laughs> like I, I think I ran across the field, yeah, across okay. the thing, and like turned around and looked back, and was like. Okay, and just walk back. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. like seven in Houston. Where, where, yeah. where am I going, <laughs> <laughs> Mom? I've been thinking. Yeah, I don't think. I, yeah, it was like, <laughs> and then I got back, and I, it was all just playing by the pool, and I don't think she'd even noticed that I'd right. been gone for twenty minutes <laughs> yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I, uh, the way the the way the story of the movie plays out, I I like quite mm-hmm. a bit. I like because it does kind of speak to that like kid factor of like you you start off with this idea of going to find a dead body right mm-hmm. and the idea that you're going to kind of go on like uh, an adventure to to find it and be the first to find it and be a hero and then slowly over the course of yeah. your trip there r- kind of realizing that it, it's a bit more heavy than yeah. than what you originally yeah uh had planned on experiencing and so I, walking 20, 30 miles, that's a long fucking trek, dude. Yeah, <laughs> yeah for sure. But uh, I, I just really like how, how it plays out by mm-hmm. by the end of, like, getting there and having, yeah. like, the face-off with Kiefer Sutherland and yeah. Ace. Well, and the way Ace, the movie yeah. is structured works really well because, yeah, we're, we're just following the boys and then the older kids, they're starting to put together, like... There, I, I think it's structured really well so that by the time they're both arriving at the same point, it feels organic. I, yeah. I, I never have a sense of, you know, sometimes when you're following two storylines, there's a yeah. point where it feels like one's well ahead of the other for some reason. That, right. And it feels very... Yeah, I, I kind of wish... I, I, this is not so much like a critique of the movie <laughs> because it, it is what it is and it works... Mm-hmm. How, it works how it, really well. It works really mm-hmm. well how it is. I just wish... There was a uh, like could be like a current m- movie kind of like this where the the villains like the older teens were a little bit more um, real like had a little bit more character. Yeah, um, I mean that that's what I mean with the bullies, like the Stephen yeah. King bullies, like Kiefer Sutherland. Mm-hmm. He is going to murder people. Right? Yeah, like when and, he pulls that switchblade, and and, the, and actually he he works because he the, does. He, like, you all know who, of them are afraid of him. Even his buddies yeah. are afraid of him. The ones that don't work for me so much are the fact that like the two older brothers are yeah. in the gang yeah. and like at the end they kind of don't really do much to yeah. like you would think that like I want I want Gordy to pop one off near Kiefer's knees right yeah. when he's like doing that show off mm-hmm. yeah. when he's like when he's still like trying to menace him yeah he's like I'm gonna get you some other time just kabam right by <laughs> yeah. him just like have him like really shit his pants that would have yeah. really yeah. would have enjoyed that I don't know. I found the the 
you know, the lessers in the in Ace's gang, their cowardice seemed rang true to me. Yes, uh, as far as standing up for their brothers or anything like that. I agree with that too. Serious. I don't think. But it it does feel like they're not giving like anything, right? Like even even when they run into and also this is set up as Gordy's recollection of them. True. Also, that is a really good point. That is a really good point. Yeah. But Gordy's also a sensitive kid, right? Like when. Mm Uh, Chambers is older brother because Kiefer Sutherland is not the older brother it's no it's eyeball eyeballs is older brother and then Vern's older brothers there too yeah yeah Yeah. but when before they go on the trip right after they first fire the gun off and realize there was actually a a loaded uh, when he steals his hat when he steals his hat yeah uh, that feels like rough dude like because the kid knows the kid knows where that hat came from Mm -hmm. everyone in town knows about the kid's older brother right like yeah yeah that's cruel. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. cruel on a level that kids are fucking cruel. I can see Ace being that cruel. I can see anyone else in Ace's group being like not as on board. Like I don't I I guess I just I have a naive so. sense of of they're... decency even I, even yeah, amongst those I, people. I don't necessarily mean form. about that, but when I feel like when it comes to the point where like Ace is pulling a knife on your younger brothers, right. like the being like hey ace hey hey man like chill out or something for if only for the simple fact that you don't want to like go to jail (laughs) for being an accomplice to murder you know what i mean or or go back to your parents and say oh yeah (laughs) my friend that i was standing next to killed my a lot of these guys are on their way to jail i mean yeah and that's the understanding for for sure but when but but the 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 combined aspect of the fact that it's like you're about to be potentially implicated in a murder and it's your younger brother yeah like those two fact, like if they weren't their older brothers, I would have way less of a problem with it. Mm. And yeah, not I even see. that I have a huge problem no, with it. No, I like, know what you're saying, and mm. and maybe there's some lip service that could have been played to it in the in the. And um, if they were, they had more the novella. <laughs> no, well, in the in the narrator mm. after the fact, like yeah. if just they saying had more something. character, so you could yeah. kind of like understand like their relationship with like Ace and with their brothers a bit yeah. more than although could. they do a good job of showing Ace to be like so overbearing and terrifying yeah. and that they're scared to tell yeah, them anything they're scared they're, they don't yeah. want them for no sure thanks. they're yeah. nervous yeah but I do appreciate what you're saying because yeah. I, I have the same but uh, and Tucker's... Eyeball's like his second like Eyeball's like the closest one to him it yeah. looks like and he's yeah is you know, it, uh, I just I, I don't know I want to I want to throttle more like, to him than his brother you I want to throttle him for taking the hat oh I know <laughs> it's so infuriating <laughs> But again, yeah, you're right. He is a, in this town in this time. Yeah, this is like a yeah. little criminal group of well, and they assholes. are. He is closer yeah. to these guys than to his brother, right? Yeah. Like, because that's kind of the world they framed. Is yeah. family doesn't they don't mean have a family. shit, right? Yeah. For family sure, is just another mouth to feed until they get kicked out of the house, right? Right. So, yeah. yeah, but you're right. It doesn't feel you know. There's not as much life to those characters, but to Tucker's point, it is framed entirely through Gordo's. For sure, and that's why that's why I preface it just by yeah. saying it's not necessarily a criticism. No. It's just no. something that I see, like looking yep. at the movie. Uh, it would be it would have been nice to like have some more. Yep, some more there. Yeah, yeah. Even just for that, sure. um, <laughs> the train thing too. Like when they're yeah. crossing the bridge, and like I don't know that even as a kid, I was just like uh, I don't know. Like 
it it's a moment cool. to build tension and, and like but there's no that that doesn't serve any purpose that that scene serves no purpose other than to give us some like sense of adventure for yeah. these kids but yeah it's just a fun episode well here. but that's kind of funny that you say episode two because it there's another parallel to the breakfast club in that like we talked about how mm. a lot of the breakfast club is kind of like vignette vignettes, vignettes like yeah. little episodes yeah uh, and this movie kind of has that the, too it, it absolutely does train yeah uh, eating leeches Mm-hmm. The, the story, campfire story, campfire story. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, which I mean mm-hmm. is, uh, uh, I think when like when you talk about like the train scene being just like it doesn't serve any story purpose, or is what you're getting at the fact that like it doesn't really serve any story purpose. But to me, it doesn't like bother me that it doesn't serve a purpose because it feels a little like filler to me. Like I get it, it, it and it's an like iconic. Maybe one too many. It's an iconic <laughs> part of the movie. Right. That's, yeah, yeah. But watching it, I'm like, if you're again, you're right. The other, they're dumb the other... kids, but part of me is like, you don't walk across that. I mean, if you don't know when a train's coming and you're aware of the it... potential danger and you're going to see a body who's been hit by a train, yeah. you're gonna fucking hustle your ass across that. You're not gonna be right. able. Like Gordy <clears throat> and Vern are just like. Boop. Yeah, I mean, I'd say story-wise, it does foreshadow Gordy's heroism. Like Gordy doesn't leave Vern. Gordy That's true. Risks his own life to okay. get him up and get him running, and he show, he he saves the day at the end. Yeah, you know the other thing uh, about like the I other do, like he keeps touching the thing and he sees this. Yeah, he feels it. I mean, it's well done. I just yeah. I mean, yeah. Part of me is like I don't. With the other scenes, the other the other scenes do <laughs> a lot like multiple things at once so they're telling like funny little like uh adventure pieces but also like you'll have your moments with like uh like chris and gordy and like and and stuff like that where it kind of gives their their character more depth and stuff like that yeah the train scene it it, it foreshadows gordy's like heroism that's a good point i hadn't thought of that but it doesn't it doesn't have like the character moments that like the other episodes have other than to just show that Gordy's or uh, Vern's a dipshit right like he's crawling yeah (laughs) yeah yeah. Yeah, like even the chopper sick balls chapter Mm -hmm. reveals a lot about uh, Teddy Teddy yeah Yeah, for sure like that's how that that's what that serves exactly and and so it it does it does multiple things at once and the the train scene just it does it just not to the extent that other so if you I guess if you were like saying like what, (laughs) what like the most fillery of them you know what I mean? It sure, feels like, yeah. it, and that's what I mean. Like, I don't think that's in the book. I don't think that's in the story. Hmm. I but I don't mind it. Like, I like, I like because it must the scene's good. Only follow the book, and it, because it, because <laughs> the scene's exciting and like yeah. a, intense. Like, it, it works. Yeah, it's great. It's great edit. Editing yeah, it's and, well edited. Um, and the and the effects the smoke. don't look terrible. Like they look no, as they good look as good. any digital bullshit. They today. Look good. No, they no, look they great. Look great. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's like a green screen. Yeah, it's something like a super or something. Yeah, no, it looks good. And the tension. It is there. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's almost like that uh, TV style of like, actually, the timing doesn't work. They'd be fucking squashed. Right. right. Like, yeah. Yeah. But it works. I mean, it works. Yeah. It just sucks that that happened to them. Right. Like, because all I can think as they're embarking on that is like, just get across quickly. Yeah. Like, who gives a fuck if the train comes in 20 minutes or in an hour right. or just mm-hmm. run across that fucking thing? Because. I mean, Chris and Teddy aren't really wasting much time, but right. he's staying back with Vern, who's crawling because he's terrified. Yeah, and that sucks, right? Like, I, I could appreciate that kid is probably like scared of heights, and that's yeah. that would suck, right? Yeah. That would suck, but 
Um, he loses a fucking comb, man. Oh, man. <laughs> he was going to look all nice when they got the interview. Yeah. The comb. Lots um, of thinking, Vern. Thanks. The way, you know what I mean? The way the, hey, Vern. The, the, way the movie me. ends with uh, Richard Dreyfus going out to play yeah, with his play kid. With this kid. Yeah. Oh, my God. Is, uh, is beautiful. Like, yeah. It's no. such a like breaking the cycle moment of like reflecting like like what you should do right like reflect mm-hmm. on your youth like reflect on your childhood and your family and your upbringing and try and yeah change it for the better yeah like try and like see well in the house i mean he's already done that but right but but yeah he goes out and he plays with his son and his son's buddy and yeah uh, from it, from the beautiful and a great from, final line too yeah yeah with the Jesus had. I never had. Yeah. Yeah. Never ever had since then. I've never had friends like I did when I was twelve. Yeah. Jesus does yeah. anyone. I just got like fucking chills. <laughs> yeah. 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 No. And from basically from uh, Gordo firing the gun and, and doing the standoff and mm-hmm. just like no, he's just you. Yeah. Like, from uh, that, that's so fucking good. From that forward, I was just like, oh, oh my god, mm-hmm. every part of this movie because then they're quietly reflecting and, and like, then here's, here's what happened to everybody here's what happens to everybody what happened and, to teddy here's yeah. what happened to Vern. Oh, that that just cracked me so much stabbed in the neck yeah, yeah. and then having him disappear Try. as in the in the just in the moment get, what do you guys yeah. what do you guys feel Fading like away. uh about chris dying because there's a part of me that's like Bum. I mean, it's effective because it is. It, well, it's what it, inspires the whole story, right? Yeah, it's why like he's, he's reflecting. He, he's the movie opens with him stopped on the side of the road because he re- saw it in the paper yeah. and like couldn't move anymore, and like it's what triggers the whole the recollection of the whole event. Right. I I get that, but it is. Um... <laughs> <laughs> and it's like after it's you like lose real touch person with someone, that's how you would find out about them. Again. Yeah. Yeah. So you found out they died. Somehow. Yeah. Yeah, and, and someone love that who was that was important to him. Because he was like he was being a heroic. lawyer. Yeah, he was being heroic. Obviously, he was a lawyer, but then he was trying to make something right just in his daily life. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. saw something unjust happening. Well, it wasn't even unjust. He was just trying to make peace, right? right. Like two guys got in a fight, and he's he just, just trying to break up trying to break up a fight. Yeah. yeah, and got stabbed in the neck. Yeah. What do I think of that? What do you like? Does it feel like a too much of a device is that what you mean uh yeah i guess so and like um just because it is such a downer it feels very real right mm-hmm. no that's yeah exactly that's kind of what i was weighing yeah. in my mind was like it if it, it, it feels real so there's that but it like it also is such a, a downer way oh, to end such a downer. the movie but it is the point right like sure the whole like he chris and gordo had a special relationship right and they stayed close and and Gordo's aware that it was his, you know, like that dynamic between the two of them is like Chris was trying to keep up with Gordy and Mm -hmm. through that wound up getting out of the town and having like a much better life than what, you know, they keep reflecting on how he's just the garbage kid, right? Like the whole milk money story. Oh, yeah. Right? And so he's aware that it was his relationship to him that even got him out in the first place. And then they lose touch because yeah. you grow up and life goes on. Mm-hmm. So then, I mean, you're never going to not have that connection with that person, right? For sure. So, yeah. oh, it's right. right I can't, I'm going to cry <laughs> as we're talking. I feel like an <laughs> idiot. Because <laughs> it is, I mean, I, up until that moment, up until the gunfire shot, I was just like, from that point forward, I was like, oh my God. But prior to that, I wasn't getting like the same level of nostalgic, right. like 
opening moment of Breakfast Club, I was just like, blah, overwhelmed. <laughs> right. mm-hmm. But it wasn't until, and it's, it is the, I don't know what about it. It is something about that last 15 minutes of the movie that then just infuses the whole thing in, in memory. Because mm-hmm. right? like, I haven't watched this movie in a long time. So rewatching it, I'm just like, yeah, these kids can't act very well. Yeah. These, oh, these are kind of unrealistic, I also, shitty parents and shitty people to him. And mm-hmm. just a <clears throat> filmmaking note, I love his this the the way it's it's sunny, it's summertime, like throughout their adventure, and it gets less and less so oh. until when they get to the scene where they find Ray Brower. It's windy and it's dark out. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's like I, I just love that. Like, yeah, it's such kinda, a mood shift. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I was really noticing that this time. I was just like, oh. Yeah. Yeah, it does. It, it, yeah. It feels almost like it's fall. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This movie is like um, so full of um, like nostalgia, but it's not like, it's not saccharine nostalgia. It's not nostalgia in the way that like, a movie like a, a, like a later movie like Sandlot is mm-hmm. where like mm. Sandlot is like, banking on that it's well it's like the 1950s were awesome right you know what i mean like there was never a time like the 1950s Mm. like it was so great Mm -hmm. everybody was great this movie has nostalgia but it's like a lot it just feels like a world it feels like everyone's a piece of shit just like now well (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah no and nobody's doing great it's all just you know even the, the the adults in the movie are just getting by and living in some right. shitty small town and mm-hmm. cl- it feels lived in. It feels like every, you know, the totally. fucking junkyard dog, the junkyard owner guy is yeah. a fucking asshole. Everybody right? knows like, your fucking business. Yeah. 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 It's uh, a, yeah I mean, even, yeah, even back to so the future, <laughs> the fifties <laughs> feel like fun and exciting. Mm-hmm. And, and yeah, no, this feels more like, Oh no, this is probably more like what it is. <laughs> it's like yeah, for sure. A and lot I, of but I feel hot, <laughs> long days. <laughs> but this is. But I feel like at least like emotionally, why this movie's a cut above those movies. Even like Back to the Future is not wanting you to like feel complex emotions. Right. You know what I mean? No. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's meant to just be fun. This movie is like the the nostalgia. I feel like works more because it feels more real. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and that I think and you can that's, see it as like a more like full, uh, like full depiction of like what yeah. childhood is like for yeah. most people. Yeah, and that's where that hits is the mm-hmm. awareness of the impending end of childhood as he's you know, and the, when they stop at the crossroads in town when they finally get back early in the morning, mm-hmm. and they each go their own way. Because yeah. that is that, right? Like he's you know that's you know he tells us what happens to each of them because they're about to go to junior high the next day and childhood's over, yeah. right? Like it's not a step function but it's the first step towards the end of all of this Mm -hmm. and i love how it's not (laughs) just it's not a loss of innocence because they've already lost their yeah it's it's right you know it's just that this is what happens yeah and they've gone through something it feels like one of those times in life where things just kind of break yeah Mm -hmm. exactly and it and it and it doesn't try and draw some kind of thing out of it it just we just, you know, like you said, they became faces that you just kind of saw in the hallways. Yeah. And we've all experienced that. It's crazy. Right. You have friends yeah. that you were close to for a while and then you kind of wave at them mm-hmm. and then you don't even remember what they did, right? right? Like graduation mm-hmm. night or whatever, like you forgot they ever even existed. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah definitely. Um, um, I was that kid for everybody. Yeah, yeah. No, that's what I was referring forgot. to is like everyone's like... Tucker, they're like who? butt rail. What? Butt rail. <laughs> nah, don't remember him. <laughs> um, 
I, I yeah. Uh, they lived at your yeah. house for two years. That's <laughs> 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 not ringing a bell. Nope. Yeah. Um, Lock that out. It is my favorite joke to make to Parker is every day when I walk up the stairs and see them up there and go, oh, uh, yeah, hey, I I forgot you lived here. It's <laughs> 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 um, my favorite dad joke. <laughs> my my favorite dad joke is, oh, my God, guess what? And then when everybody <laughs> says, guess what, I fart. <laughs> <laughs> Genius. That's, that's fucking dynamite. <laughs> <laughs> makes makes everybody mad. <laughs> Nobody likes it. Nobody likes it except for me. Right. <laughs> and I won't do it every time I, I like fart. It. I won't do it every time I fart. That's why I, I, oh, yeah. I space it out. Uh, I'll do it like once every like like three to six months. This one's this one feels special. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and we'll all be like, it'll be like Sunday, and we'll all just be like laying on the couch watching TV together, and then. Uh, I'll, I'll like get up and be like, "Oh my god, you guys, guess what?" <laughs> and then everybody be like, "What?" <laughs> I, I think I'm gonna. Oh man, put my hands on that one. <laughs> <laughs> it, it is. It, it makes me laugh so hard uh, every time. <laughs> uh, <laughs> man. Um, and you can only do that when you're a dad or a teenager. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, me and my sister and her husband at the time and Jinx were all like at my sister's house and I think we had gone out on like this deck area to get high and so we were out there smoking or whatever and we heard like inside this was before we had kids or anything but my sister had three daughters that were all teenagers by this point or close to it and we heard someone coming we we're like oh god shh. and and my brother-in-law he's like leaning we're all leaning in like towards the door and he uh, goes no. he goes shh, shh, listen 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 <laughs> and we laughed so hard and then he was like i didn't mean to do that and we laughed even harder <laughs> It's the wow. funniest fucking thing that That's ever happened. That's fantastic. That's awesome. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, the, I guess uh, to kind of like wrap it up. Um, so, so since we've seen so far Breakfast Club and this, mm. um, it, it's definitely interesting to see how they they're so different, but they do share a lot of very like similar well, qualities. Mm-hmm. So they're ensembles. They're ensembles. They're about. They're both like coming of age type stories, uh, but it, it's interesting to see kids with troubled home lives. Tr- kids yeah. with troubled Sharing home lives. Their lives. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and finding their own connectivity within that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like with no nobody helping them. Yeah. They're just finding it. This on their is own. a group that they found together. There whereas you go. Breakfast clubs a forced forced group. group but yeah. and the episodic yeah. nature of the storytelling mm-hmm. and uh, uh, um, the the way it kind of ends where I mean in Stand By Me you know that they all kind of go their separate ways having shared that experience Breakfast Club it's more implied that they go their separate ways yeah uh, to an extent Uh, it's not like said explicitly but you kind of get the feeling at the end of it that that they're never going to have that again yeah sure Um, yeah there you go they're never going to have it again yeah for sure yeah Uh, I mean they're different age groups but uh, it's still um, yeah and the nostalgia of the of both of them is there. The nostalgia in this one's a little bit like more uh, front and center because 
it's a period it's piece. a period yeah. piece well, and it starts with someone reflecting right. on his childhood yeah. so mm-hmm. i mean it just doesn't even hide the fact and breakfast club kind of seems like a reflection on childhood too right but it's not framed that way it's yeah. not framed that way yeah, yeah it's you know a contemporary movie about people now it's not meant True. to be a look back but really. the jo- yeah. but john hughes everything that john <coughs> hughes does is kind of infused with nostalgia yeah. Um, even at the time, I think was kind of like infused yeah. with nostalgia, okay. and so I don't know. He, because I, don't I feel like he was writing that way. But I feel like he was writing about being a kid. Sure, right? Like he was writing about what his so, experience was yeah, like being so a he's, kid. He's but just, just nostalgic. He's yeah. just placing it in a contemporary <laughs> in his like modern period. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I just read your pin. <laughs> but the <laughs> <laughs> I survived the Tri County Barf over. Oh, we didn't even talk about that. No, we Holy didn't. Yeah, shit. we got we got we got to bring that up. Barfarama. The Barfarama. <laughs> the, the, yeah, the Barfarama scene is... It's awesome. I, it's, it's, what awesome. I, it's what I remember uh-huh. the most from the story, reading the, the novella, and it's... It's wild. It is wild. <laughs> it, and it, 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 they do a good job of it, like... Yeah. And it's so funny because it's such a Stephen King-like story, where, like, nothing that anybody <laughs> yeah. in the, that story does makes any fucking sense. <laughs> no. Like, everyone's calling him Lardad. Like, everyone. But, the, but yeah. the three kids listening to the story are like, yeah. yes. Yeah. And that's kind of how, like, Stephen King <laughs> totally. is, where, like, nothing in it, like, all of it is preposterous and yeah. stupid. Yeah. <laughs> but you're still, like, when you're reading, you're like... Oh yeah, yeah, yeah! I'm I'm into it this. I'm feels- into the mangler. I'm into the mangler. <laughs> right. I like the mangler. Oh my god! It also feels I like, like trucks. The kids I think would- trucks is a good short. <laughs> <laughs> that kids would uh, would think of like because yeah. when you're getting when you're picked on as a kid, you do feel like everyone sees you that way. You feel like oh yeah, you know, and you can get to feel like this whole town. Fuck this whole town. Mm-hmm. Like they all treat me like shit. Like that's how you feel. So like. That even rings true inside the story, you know? but, but and it's coming from Gordy. But, you know? and, but and getting love... back at everybody by making yourself horrendously <laughs> sick. <laughs> yeah, oh my yeah, god, it's amazing! It's it drinks so that funny. entire a bottle and of doesn't... castor oil and then cracks an egg yeah. into it and doesn't vomit immediately. No, right. exactly, and then eats five pies. Five right. pies, yeah. Well, oh, it's amazing. It's <laughs> and but filmmaking wise, like that's a trick to show so much vomiting that it's triggering everybody vomiting <laughs> yeah. but keeping it cartoon enough that it's not doing that in the movie theater because like right. I, you could very easily if they didn't make because once they go to yeah. the audience and everyone in the audience is also puking clearly cartoonish uh, purple yeah. <laughs> goo yeah. like yeah, there's yeah. no reason for it, it makes sense that the guys who just ate five pies are puking yeah. pie yeah. but everyone else should just be vomiting <laughs> right. disgusting <laughs> <All right>. horrible <laughs> everyone's been sampling the pies yeah. man I dig it though because they're <laughs> yeah, just great. vomiting on each other. It's like it, and it. I love after the story, <laughs> Vern and Teddy's inability to process like it was a good story. Like you know, Teddy's like, well, what, what about happened? like what what happens next? Well, that's the that's and that's he funny because it's the shoots his father, yeah. runs away, and joins the Texas yeah. Rangers. Something good like that. Yeah, so good. Well, <laughs> and I love the meta commentary of like because Gordy's obviously like a stand-in for Stephen, Stephen King. That's yeah. part he's of why a writer. And yeah. so then like the fact that they Teddy calls attention to like the sh- bad ending. Right. Yeah, is yeah. like but obvious. it's but it's also to me like it's not a bad ending. It's no. a perfect ending. That's yeah. that's the story. It's over. But Teddy's like, 
uh-huh, uh-huh. And then he gets <laughs> and shoots him on you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Totally. And then what is Gordo, or I'm sorry, Vern <laughs> says something else also moronic. Oh, like yeah, what does he say? He's caught up on some so detail. there's one the, thing I don't understand. Oh, it's his he, honky horn. Did he have did to he pay? Did he have to pay to get in? Get in? <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing. Yeah. Oh, my God. Gordy's response of like, no, he didn't have to pay. And yeah. Vern being like, oh, okay. Then a great, <laughs> great story. story. <laughs> great story. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I love it. I love it. I love um, all the dialogue. In the <laughs> okay, so going in to next week, we'll be watching Annie, um, which yeah. is Dylan's pick. How do you guys David. feel about the two movies so far I going into Annie? I love I loved them both. Yeah. They're both classics. I, I was going to say something kind of dicky, but- Go no. ahead, Dick. No, I just, nothing came to mind, so yeah. No, oh, I, right. I really like them. I really love them both, yeah. yeah. I really love them both, too, and I love them both for a lot of the same reasons and for a lot of different reasons. Yeah. I feel like yeah. S- Stand By Me is a movie that, like, really does should be watched. Like, I hope does really stand, like, the test of time for, it's like- a, um, It's a better movie, right? I, like, it's a- Film-wise, it's. I feel like it's a better movie. I feel like period pieces. If you, you know, you make one that's really good, has a better chance of legs. Yeah. Because you're already like describing a period that you've been able to reflect on. Yeah. Whereas when you're doing something contemporary, it may hit or it may not. Yeah. And, and you're maybe goofy. And and I guess that's part of what we were jibber jabbering about last week is yeah. is it does it, it have up? legs? Because yeah. you don't know because you're you're just tapping into the current. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. Um, which is what Annie's going to be doing too, yeah. right? Because that's even further back, right? So hmm. there's something, but a, it's a much musical. less realistic what? type of what approach. Are you about? It's a musical. What? There's uh, music in this. I break out into choreographed song and dance yeah. well, so fairly regularly. I, but no one around me does it. You've never, <laughs> and if you've never joined into a random flash mob because I have. Never, flash mob. never seen one in real life. Yeah, I don't think they actually happen in real life. Jinx and I, for years, have talked about like planting, you know, people in a diner. Oh yeah, and then coming in and doing the large Marge sent me scene. (laughs) 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 Come in with a bindle stick, be like, large Marge sent me, and then like everybody that's planted will drop their forks, (laughs) uh, and then whoever's at the counter will be like, was on a night just like tonight, and do the whole thing, (laughs) and then leave. I like that. Really good flash mob, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's the spirit of a flash mob. <laughs> right. More than... <laughs> well, I don't like to do anything the right way. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, I'm excited to see any, because this is the one I have definitely seen the least of. It's oh, the mo- real? Yeah, it's the <laughs> most new to me. Okay. Um, You've seen you have it, though. Seen it. Uh, I have seen it, but I don't know if I've ever sat and watched it. Oh, okay. Um, so yeah, I used I, to rent it a lot when I was little. Yeah, I, I saw it in the theater and then rented it constantly. Yeah. Um. And I, uh, I, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing it, and then I'm looking forward to seeing how we can uh, pit <laughs> the three t- against I'm each other and you, see, that... see well, who we gonna... wins. Okay, yeah. Um, but I guess uh, do you guys, if you guys don't have anything more to say about Stand by Me, uh, let's, let me uh, double check. I think that's it. I think I had like. <laughs> that's I mean, me flipping the... through my notes. Yeah. <laughs> well, the leeches sequence, like when he has uh, the leech on his dick. I don't know. Dong leech. Dong leech. Yeah. I, Part of me is like, why didn't, I mean, none of them could tell. What, what about on that their just, butts? They, just, they uh, may have them on their butts. No, that foreshadows his fat one. <laughs> it's the biggest mm-hmm. one in four counties. Yeah. See how big that fucking thing was? <laughs> Suck on my fat one, you cheap dime, dime store, store hood. Yeah. 
fat one. Suck my fat one. I never told you you had a fat one, Lachance. Yeah. (laughs) That Um, right there, the answer is, no, it's not that. It's your mom, (laughs) right? When he says the biggest one in four counties, the answer is your mom. That's uh, that's. I like that he just went around winning competitions at fairs with it. <laughs> the idea of that, and like blue ribbon, this wow. boy's dumb. It's eleven year old. <laughs> it's huge. And on four rolls, like a <laughs> like a scroll. <laughs> oh boy. Well, I guess it's not the longest. It's the fattest. The fattest. fattest. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's like, looks like a can of beans. <laughs> it's really short, actually. It's not a can of beans. It's yeah. like three inches it, long. It's, it's a just... chode. It's a it's chode. A... <laughs> It's a hockey it's a, puck. It's a hockey puck. <laughs> oh, it's like, I think it's you should leave. It's a tuna can. <laughs> it's a tuna can. It's like a little tuna can. Uh, oh all right. Well, thanks, everybody, for listening. We appreciate it. Do it's all that disgusting. normal podcast stuff that you hear on every single podcast. Um, we'll be back uh, next time talking about Annie. Oh, yeah. It's uh, a hard until, knock life, you guys. Uh, mm, and until next us. time. Cry macho shitters. <sighs> Missed the first part. Can we take that again? Yeah, we can take it again. One, two, three. Cry macho shitters. Oh my oh, god, no, he Dylan. Missed it. Okay. I thought okay, you were gonna we do go. the uh, until next time. Okay, until it. next time. Cry macho shitters. Just leave all three. Is that, yeah, all three. <laughs>